to the Runner X Podcast, where we talk about all things running. As many runners know, it's 90% mental. So join Coach Valerie and Coach Caroline as we go through the mental side of running. Welcome back to the Runner X Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Caroline, and I'm here with Coach Valerie. Coach Valerie, you uh, ran a race this weekend. Uh, guys, just so you know, she practiced what she preaches. Uh, she she tries to get out, what, twice a year? Sometimes a trail, sometimes a road race. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you were roped into the hot chocolate. <laughs> well, it's, Tell us it's, about it. it. Yeah. So, and by the way, just a little background, guys. I raced for 17 years. So mm-hmm. when Caroline says Valerie goes out twice a year, <laughs> it's really funny <laughs> because for almost 20 years of my life, all I did was sign up for races. I mean, I loved racing. I was like 5K, 10K, half full. I did ultra races. And the community was... That's my point, is just that you keep it going. You don't... You Even though you race for 20 years, you're you're still at least hitting that ground twice a year. Sure, That's all I right. was trying to say. Right, right. I know. And that's okay. It's just, it's just, a, just for a background for people that might not know yeah. me. And what happens as a running coach is you get so involved in your clients that you run because you love running. Like for me, I'm like, I love running, but I love coaching. So run coaching for me is where my high is. Right. And, and used to be the finish line. Now it's you crossing the finish line is my, my high. So I was telling Caroline when I was out there yesterday, it brings back so many memories of my own racing, but I'm always so impressed with how many thousands of people will show up for an event, for a race. And we always laugh because the hot chocolate, they show up for the chocolate. You know, right? <laughs> like we could, there's hot chocolate at the finish line. There's, you get this great jacket. So the swag is amazing. Um, and it's like a great community. And you also donate to St. Jude. So there's all these reasons for the run, except for the running. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. funny how we'll gravitate towards a race. Cause we'll be like, Ooh, the swag or this, yeah. right. Or the yeah. course, mm-hmm. Or the and course so, or the city, or I've always wanted yeah. to go there. So if I can go to San Francisco because it's for a race, not thinking about how hilly it is, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that too. Yeah. Running in San Francisco is quite a treat. Uh, but the, the main thing is, because I did this too, you guys. So in the when I see runners, you know, my thought was, what would make anyone out here running think I should get a running coach? I right. should sign up with RunRx. Like, what would make someone go to that next step, right? I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. if if really just getting me out to run is is enticing me with a jacket or <laughs> or a beverage right. or you know something like that, um, why do people sign up with a coach or for a run? And usually, my thought is because of the experience they end up actually having at the race. Right. You know, imagine if every time you sign up for a race, it felt like a party. You know, you go out and you're excited for the run and you go and you get the hot chocolate and the run itself was amazing. You, you know, you just felt Mm -hmm. great and all that. Well, I would think, well, then you're probably not going to think about needing a running coach. Right. But if you go Mm -hmm. through the race and either you struggle, maybe it was the Hills were so hard and you had to walk or maybe like, Oh, I keep getting this pain in my knee. You know, it's like really most people, it's such at the bottom of the list or it's not a thought maybe until something happens. Right. Right. And that makes sense. guys, that's what happened to me too. When I first started racing, we were just signing up for races. We didn't even know about running, meaning like we were like, let's <laughs> just go buy running shoes and go running. 
<laughs> and it wasn't and don't, until... Don't a lot of people sign up for a race, too, for that motivation? Like, it's oh, going to yeah. get me out there because I know I have this race coming up. But that yeah. sometimes causes a lot of the injury, which is why I'm always amazed that people don't work with the coach to get them prepared for a race. That's how I used to do it. So that's the other reason why I'm always so amazed that people don't have a coach to check in with. Right. And it, well, and the thing about it, though, is that to be fair, or to go the other way, like I, I'm going to be, I, I was the same thing. It's I'm always thinking like when I first started, I've always been a coach. So I never would think for people not to have a coach. <laughs> the only right. people that hang right. out with me are my clients. However, most people do what they train with a running group, right? Right. So like, I'm mm-hmm. going to sign up for this race and I'm going to train for it. I'm either going to download a train off the, off the website. You can get so many running plans out there and they all say, just run. Let's get out there and run and right. be excited about it and, you know, track your data. And so the challenge, like, and we face this with RunRx, and that's why we became the run pain-free people is mm-hmm. because we can, we still to this day, right? When do people come to us? It's when the race didn't go like they wanted, when the run yeah. wasn't, right? And exactly. we would love for people to start with us, like, at the beginning of their training. Mm-hmm. The, and this is, so it, it. It mainly, guys, what we're trying to get at is that we love the excitement of racing. I love to still get out and race because the fun of it, the community, the excitement. And then my thought is, how can I help everyone out here <laughs> so they have the best race they can have, right? Right. And it's not even about speed. It's more about the experience. And I think that um, maybe what happens is um, when you go through the excitement of the of the training, because a lot of people get hurt in training, right? Mm-hmm. You ever been in yeah. a training group? And it's right. kind of, you ever see it, I hope it doesn't come out wrong, but almost as a badge of honor, like, oh, my knee's oh. been bugging me, but I'm still yeah. going to do the race. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. going to tape it I, up. Go I think there. we've all been there. We've all been there because that feeling, like you were saying, is you're running, you know, it was a, it was a great day yesterday to run this race. And so it was very easy to be looking at other people and kind of have a, a great mindset. I have, and you have too, we've run that you know, sub uh, freezing rain, crappy day (laughs) where you're out there and you're trudging through, you know, just horrible rain or horrible cold. And you're thinking to yourself, why, why am I doing this? (laughs) And you just, you, you get into this headspace, but Sometimes the only thing that gets you through that headspace, the only thing that gets you through that training run where you think you're going to die, because that's usually when you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. And your friend looks at you and goes, no, 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 keep going. You got this. Let's just let's just get to that. Let's just get to that stop sign or let's just get to that next water stop. And you get there and you didn't die. (laughs) You know, that's what that's that badge of honor. I think we have as we go. Oh, wow, I didn't die. I must be great. <laughs> well, I mean, that's my, how you get my marathon. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, that's the, the joy of why people do this. It's like setting right. up that challenge. And then what did I do to get through the challenge? Right. And, and you're right. It's, it's runners are, are great that way. Like we'll run in the rain, we run in the weather. And I mean, the, the harder the condition, the more the honor is, I mean, it's because you're facing those uncertainties. And you're right. So like you had a friend to go through it. A lot of people like racing because there's someone on the, even if there's people just on the sides, you know, you, yep. you got this go. I mean, it's amazing how uplifting that can be. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of that is, is that's the fun is you're out there and you're doing that. And my thought is I would really like, 
it's okay to have struggles. That's totally normal. And that's how you realize, um, you know, what makes you, you, that's the fun of, I always tell people, if you want to run marathons, great. Just, you're really going to get to know yourself <laughs> and you should run right. your own run. You know, that's a big thing too. So I guess what, what I really wanted to get across is if you're out there in the cold or you're out there and you're like, gosh, I'm really struggling. The difference is, say you have a struggle like the weather, right? That's one thing. Then you're like, what do I wear? But if your struggle right. is I'm hurting, mm -hmm. I'm out here, I'm running, the crowd is great. The weather's fine. There's nothing really um, that's getting, should be getting in the way of my run. But mm -hmm. man, my shin is barking at me or my calf. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. hundred so, percent. My foot, my, but, uh, my yeah. it used to be my toes because I <laughs> hurt my toe, you know, the toenails. Yeah, hurt. yeah, but but anything that but imagine like if you if you knew what it was you were supposed to be doing right in your movement you would have something to control and do and that's that's the thing with running 99% of running is out of your control you can't control the weather you can't control the race course you can't control anything that's going to be external out there you right so you can you can dress for the weather right of course you can prepare that way but what I want people to know is there is a way to be able to control how you feel during the run. You yeah, know, we get 100%. so caught up in the run itself and what the weather's going to be, what shoes am I going to wear, what gear. And then all of a sudden we're not thinking about how do I run? You know, right. so that if I am out there and I'm struggling, what is it that I do? This hill is mm -hmm. really hard. Do I just go, I can do this. I can do this. Is that how you get through it? Or do you think, oh, okay, <clears throat> let me try lifting up my line and pulling my feet. So I tell people in the worst part of a race, if you, if you really focus on your action, on what you can control, what can I do in this moment? It really changes your whole mentality of racing, running, not just racing, but in your training runs and your, and, and all of the way you start to see and feel your running. That that's for me, what's so different in all these years later, when I watch people running, I can see that so many people are just kind of gritting through it, you know, which is fine. Yeah. Like, believe me, guys, like there's so much mental work out there in running. And that's yeah. why I love it. And then I think, but this could be so much of a, a less physical exertion for you, which would make it such a better overall experience for you. You still get your jacket. You still get all the highs of the community. But when you're running, you're focusing on the running. That's, right. that's, a, real, that's a real switch for, for you guys. And that's, that's where I'm always like thinking how can I get people excited about the running itself <laughs> and the so t-shirt and the swag? In a way, that thought process of what you're, what you tell your students, what we tell our, our runners and what they think when they're running, um, especially if you're out there and you don't have somebody with you, your friend right. took off or didn't run it with you. <laughs> having a coach is like having that friend while you're running. I mean, I, I know that sounds kind of corny, but to me, it's like, I'm, I can think of, I can, just like I would think of what my friend would say, I can think of what my coach would say. And, and my friend's gritting me through it, but my coach is actually helping me um, adjust like any cue as though you're running next to me and speaking in my ear up, 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 or, right. you know, look, keep your head up, look, you know, look to the correct, you know, don't look down, things like that. The cues that a running coach gives you is what actually helps you not just grit through it, but do it properly. So you hopefully don't get injured or don't get right. worse injured if you're already in some pain. 
Yeah. I mean, that that's really the main thing is like, it should be, it would be really fun to be like part of your race training. It also includes uh, practicing your running more than just yeah. going out for a run, but actually the movement of running. And honestly, that's the joy really of what we get to do. In fact, we just had somebody, it was really sweet. She has been battling um, a hamstring pain for about the last two or three years before she even found us. And she kept going to different uh, PTs and physios and they keep saying to her, mm, you know, you may just not want to be a runner. You know, running seems to not be your thing. So they told her she should do triathlons. That's all. You know, it's like, running like, a triathlon moron. <laughs> so, well, but I mean, it's just funny because a lot of runners will tell you that's why they do triathlons is because you have the swim and bike warm up. So what it really means is you need a longer warm up. Okay. You know, oh, it's that, funny. you know that's a really good point. That is a really good point. That when when a, when a, when a, I I said moron, I'm not saying that uh, your your doctor is a moron. I'm not trying to say that, guys. But sometimes I, I've had doctors tell me, like I said, my toes. Um, I had a doctor tell me I shouldn't do the three day cancer walk. Uh, because I just, you know, maybe I just shouldn't do it. So I went to a different doctor, <laughs> right. like, you know, sometimes you don't have to stay there, but I think it's a good point that if that's the case, that suggestion actually should bring to mind, oh, I need a longer warm up. So can we talk about that for a second? Cause that what that was going to be the other thing I kind of wanted to bring up that idea of how, as a coach, if I'm in the middle of a race, maybe it is a 5k, maybe it's a a uh, half marathon or a full marathon, it's a distance. And I do start getting that pain and I'm not able, and I'm trying to adjust. I'm trying to think through what my coach would say, and it's not going away. At what point as my coach, do you tell me to either DNF or stop and hit the medical tent or stretch? When, what are your, what's your advice for me as your, as a, as your runner <clears throat> When is it a bet when I used to tell, tell people that I worked, you know, uh, new go stop and be able to run another day. If this isn't a monumental race, if you're not trying to hit some kind of goal, you know, and you're not an elite athlete in most instances, but if this is just, you know, uh, you're doing it for a friend, like, you know, stop, don't let yourself get injured. How do you feel about that? How do you direct me as your, as your, as your client when do you say it's good to stop or no, stop, reset, keep going? Like, what advice would you give me? This is a hard one. I well, think. well, I think it's going to depend on the injury. But for example, we'll use the woman I was just trying to talk about. She's got the high hamstring pain. So every time okay. she runs, okay. she has high hamstring pain. So her doctor said, stop running for a while, take up some other activities and see what happens. Right. right. So when, if so, if she was, well, she is with me now, but so <laughs> say, so, so this is the challenge. First of all, I'm not going to have you sign up for a race. If you have a, uh, an injury that you're already going in with, and this is important guys. So something like a chronic hamstring pain that she'd had for mm -hmm. two years, it doesn't make sense for her to say, well, let me go sign up for a race. So right. instead what we had, she is racing now, by the way, she has gone okay. through our full program, but when she first started, what we did was had her just run, drill, run, stop and reset, not stop and walk it out. And that's important. Stop. If something's hurting, you stop immediately. Mm -hmm. You reset, put yourself back where you're supposed to be. You got out of line and that's why the injury happened and your pain, your body's talking to you. 
So what we did with her is we did that stop reset until she had to stop less. She had to reset less. And now she's back to running five and 10 Ks without the pain. And by the way, imagery wise, what's funny is I've had her doing so much focusing on up and even thinking about maybe smiling sometimes. So she's so afraid of pain that she'll start running and immediately tense, you know, waiting for that pain to come. Yeah. Yeah. She told me she did a race the other day and she imagined the whole time that she was winning. (laughs) She said, I just was smiling like I'm first, you know, in my mind. It was just really nice because her thoughts have been, it's going to start to hurt. When's it going to hurt? You see what I mean? So we had to get her guys to understand how to change her movement and that when she did feel pain to stop and reset. So that pain's going to go away because you keep telling your body, ah, wait a minute, let's put ourselves back in the right spot. So well, then that's I so profound of what you were saying with the, with her thoughts, that yes. her thoughts were able to affect her movement, guys. We talk about this all the time, that your thoughts will create the results. So her thought being, hey, I'm going to win, whether she believed it or not, her body went, oh, we're winning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Or, it, yeah. it, it hit a little endorphin rush or it did something to eat to, to I, she wasn't saying, oh, this sucks. Why am I here? Like I just said, that just brings you down. She had a more positive thought process and it helped her body respond positively. Right. And then we'll do one other one. If say, so let's go another route. Say you said to me, I'm like, I'm, I'm going for my runs. Cause guys, to be honest, if you have a running coach, you're probably going to do training runs. And that's when we figure out what's going on in the running, right? Say, let's say you are running and you had something came up, like my shin started to hurt or my calf, nothing I've really had, but it was, it starts to aggravate. Okay. Let's just say Mm -hmm. you're out there and that happens. Well, my first thing is going to be try to adjust. And again, you've already been working with me. So that makes sense. Like trying to do one leg pulls or some kind of drill. Then you're like, that's not working. Then full stop and reset. It's amazing guys that your body when you keep putting it back where it's supposed to be, it's like a it's like a rewind and reset, or maybe not rewind, but the reset, your body goes, okay, here's where I'm supposed to be. And then you should be able to get back into your running, especially if mm-hmm. it's not an injury. It's just something that's creeping up. And we have this weirdness without wanting to stop, right? That's a really, that's a challenge for people. Like if I stop, I'm not going to, I'm not running. <laughs> and right. I'm like, well... But if I'm running and my shin is screaming at me, are you really running? Are you doing like some kind of movement? It's not really running, you see? So Mm -hmm. that's that's my thing. It's like most of our runners, by the time they're in the race situation, they've got it, Mm -hmm. you know, where they can do that. But guys, think about it. Every time you start to hurt, you think I'm just going to stop and walk. Then you're just changing the whole other movement. So we want to do two things. One is give you ways to adjust your movement. So while you're running, if something does start to bother you, you have a way to get out of it. And then part two, of course, is working on that correct movement. So that doesn't happen. So while you're in the middle of a race, why would I DNF? Would I ever DNF? Yes. If you are feeling a pain that you cannot get out of and you think if I keep going, this is going to cause a six week injury, like a stress fracture not worth yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But if you're, but if you're running and you're like, mm, I'm just getting this little twinge in my calf and or my hip and I stop and I stretch it and I can get out of it, then you know, okay, this is a pattern issue. It's not an injury. And then you can so, just keep resetting to get back into it. So let's talk about that real quick. This, this fear from a coaching perspective, this fear that I can't stop. Um, I know from a, from a mental coach perspective, we have this idea that somehow if we stop, 
that we haven't run the full race, right? Oh, I did. I, I ran a half, but I stopped at all the water stops, right? We discount. We have this tendency <laughs> to discount. Like yeah. you, it's not like you literally stopped. You literally had to do the steps across. So you just weren't weren't propelling yourself forward. You were doing a slower movement, but you were still moving through that water stop. So like well, the I number think, of I steps. Think, I think the bigger thing, and, and I think that's why people walk, by the way, you know, and, and I always uh-huh. say to people, you know, you're actually better off stand there for a second, drink your water, get your mind back and then start going unless you really train to drink and run, which is another whole skill. You see what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Or other people, guys, by the way, they can't wait for the water stop. Yeah. <laughs> right. But you're right. It's a weird thing when people are like um, this, the whole stop thing scares people. People don't mind stopping and walking. But this, this thought of actually full stop, you're right. It's a very different thought. And, and what's interesting is we're seeing more and more of this. And, and, you know, you guys, when we say stop, we're talking longer runs. I mean, we, it's not like we, we, we want you to be able to run the whole race. That would be ideal. But we're letting you know that if you do have to stop and reset, nothing's going to happen. Your body will actually appreciate that. And if you ever watch ultra races where the people are running like, not not just even the the hundred miles. There's up to two hundred mile races, and when these people yeah. run these hundred miles, two hundred miles, they stop all the time. They'll stop for five <laughs> minutes, fifteen minutes. One They'll woman stop and just, take a nap. <laughs> yeah, she just she just broke the world record, and she stopped and took a fifteen minute nap. And by the way, all of her training runs are two hours or less. She never runs longer than that. So I keep telling people, it's not the length of your run. It's understanding how you move in your run. And then you have right. less fear, one of distance and less fear of what's going to happen if I do stuff. Right. Absolutely. So any other thoughts um, that you had while you were running uh, the race that that you could impart to somebody, especially 5Ks? I used to joke like you were saying, oh, you know, the parking or whatever. I used to I just never ran a 5K because it took me longer usually to get to the race and park than it was to actually run the race. And I found that the, the swag wasn't good enough for me to do that. <laughs> I usually did 10 Ks or more because at least I was out there for an hour. Right. It was like, I mean, worth see, my time. see, everyone that has these, well, that, but no, it's, it's you like that. That's the fun of running. Like you pick yeah. your races, you pick your events. There was a guy out there yesterday telling me he was going to run. They had a, they had a 5k and then they had a 15k. So he said, I'm going to run the 5K and then do the 15K. And I thought, okay, good for you. I mean, I don't know why, but great. <laughs> I go, do you get yeah, that's what jackets? I was thinking. Why? Do you, do you get two jackets? <laughs> so I'm just saying, yeah. every, what, what we love is that that's the fun of racing. You can pick your races. You can pick your events. Whatever the event is, like whatever distance mm-hmm. you're going to run, prepare for it. Because that's the other problem. People think, oh, it's just a 5K. Right. It's not just a 5K. It's a 5K. It's three miles, of 3.1 miles of running. And there was a lot of people out there with a lot of effort. So that's, a, that's again, goes back to yourself. Like, yes. I feel like if yes. I'm going to sign up for a race, I'm going to train for it. I'm going to feel good when I get out there. And just try to have the best, you know, because it, it is fun. And I get you. I, I, I did that for a long time. 5Ks, <laughs> I'd be like, it needs to be where my drive time is less than my run time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's, I think that's the point. I think 
even as a, as a mindset coach, I sometimes have to correct myself. And as, as my running coach and my movement coach, you help me with that too, is that it's so easy to discount like it's just a 5K. Or it's well, just a half. It's just a half, right? Yeah. Or I didn't I didn't run the whole thing. I walked the water stops. Well, there were only three or four water stops. So, and how many steps was that? Or like you said, or I stopped for 30 seconds or a minute to get my heart rate down so I could, you know, re readjust, drink something without choking and then kept going. Seriously, did that three minutes, like if, compared to your brother or your cousin that's sitting on the couch right now, you know, really like they, they don't care about that three minutes. They don't even well, know that it's, it's also two miles. Or... <laughs> right. And we, we, we're just hard on ourselves, guys. Let's all yes. be real. As, yes. as, just, as runners, we're generally more type A people. And a lot of times we'll be like, we just want to get out there and run. But then once you get out there and run, you're like, I want to see what I can do. That's, you know, that's the best part of it. So we just, we just really want to focus on be prepared for doing this, whatever distance it is. So as we get into, I always think of the hot chocolate as your, um, it's almost the starting of the spring running season, right? <laughs> because it's yeah. February. So as you guys start your running season, we hope you will continue to listen to us, subscribe to our podcast. If you haven't already, if you uh, want to share this with a friend, we are looking at our dates for the next uh, virtual clinic, which allows you to work with Valerie and myself for a week uh, virtually. You don't have to physically come here, but if you want to physically come here, we do have our clinic that is open uh, June 24th and 25th. It's two days. You come here to Dallas. Basically, we're just outside of Dallas. Fly here to Dallas. You get to work with Valerie. And then uh, we have a secondary track workout the next day. Um, we would love to see you here and to work with us live and in person. So if you're interested, go to runrx.fit. That's runrx.fit. If you're on your mobile phone, you'll see those three little lines. Looks like a little hamburger. Open that up and you'll see the clinics right there. And you can go to that tab and sign up because we would love to have you. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you for joining us on the RunRx podcast. If you'd like to know more, join us at www.runrx.fit. And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, email us at support at runrx.fit. 